O oh moon of my dreaming, moon of this water world where I live with my friends in great abundance, speak to us. Unveil your glory and your wisdom as you grow into fullness. O oh light of the night, illuminate this dark path before us as we walk with boldness and with fear into new terrain. Teach us how to listen to the vast intelligences of our living world. Greetings, friends, inhabitants of this magical world, teeming with biological life, mysteriously pulsing stones and crystals, animate elements comprising all that exists in this realm, this thrilling and terrifying dimension we inhabit together. On this luscious earth, we look to the east to see our sun star rise and our satellite moon, along with all the planets of the solar system also rising, revealing their faces and natures that we may behold them. We look to the west to see all of these same bodies setting, slipping beneath the veil of the visible and into the darkness below. Our moon is the closest celestial body to us, and as such, dramatically influences the physicality of our world. The movements of the moon and its gravitational pull causes the world's oceans to rise and fall where water meets land. All creatures responding in copulation, conception, birth, death, and most intimately, the gravity and light of the moon causes a woman's body to bleed and ovulate, to conceive and to birth. Given the moon so dramatically affects these and many other phenomena of our experiences here, it makes sense it also directly affects our moods, our emotions, and the infinite complexity of our ever-changing feelings. A couple days ago, we saw the first quarter waxing moon in Sagittarius, which appears as exactly half of the face of the moon illuminated. Today, September the 6th, we have a waxing gibbous moon in Capricorn that will conjunct Pluto later in the day. In this phase, the moon is swelling towards fullness. The half circle line becomes rounded. We feel the increases in our physical, emotional, and collective experiences. And during this time, we prepare for the crescendo that is to come this weekend. If you get to see the moon tonight, you can engage your imagination and also see Pluto shining dimly down on us just beside. Later tonight, the moon moves into Aquarius. The waxing phase we are in now is a building up, a collecting of nutrients and tools in preparation for its culmination on Saturday, September the 10th, full moon in Pisces. The moon will move into Pisces early Friday morning and remain there through early Sunday morning when it moves into Aries. This weekend's full moon will be the culmination of the new cycle began by the dark moon on August the 27th. 
If the Virgo dark moon on the 27th saw you cutting away, letting go, surrendering, then this breaking down prepared the way for what the current cycle wants to build up and create. At the first quarter moon in Sagittarius this past Saturday, Mars in opposition offers a scaffolding for strength and support for the fragile new life blinking its eyes awake in the growing light of this cycle. This beam is hard, inflexible, unmoving. This is a strong support rather than a cuddling comfort. So approaching it and accepting it for what it is rather than what we wish it was is essential for utilizing this energy to its fullest potential. So now we are in this building up phase. As the moon gains light, so do we gain clarity, strength, and resources for what we are building. Think back to the dark moon on the 27th and ask yourself, what did I birth around this time? It may be hard to discern if there was also loss. So trust the answer, even if it doesn't make sense yet. Depending on your personal natal chart and the details of your own life, it could be anything. It could be relational, practical, professional. It could be a new idea, a burgeoning desire, a psychological revelation. It could be a new creation, the beginning of a project, or the beginning of the next phase of a long-term endeavor. Whatever it is, now is your time to build, baby, build. Ask the question, get the answer, and then freely put as much time and energy and attention to the thing at hand as you can, knowing this will culminate in some way on the 10th at the full moon. It is important to note that the culmination is not the same as the completion. During the third lunar phase after the full moon, as the moon's light wanes and prepares for darkness again, this is when we clean up, organize, and do all the tedious little things to wrap up the accomplishment and find completion by the time the moon slips from our view and a new cycle begins. This current lunar cycle is particularly marked by its involvement with Mars in mutable Gemini. At the beginning of the cycle, the Sun and Moon conjoined in Virgo squared Mars in Gemini. The quarter Moon in Sagittarius this past Saturday opposed Mars in Gemini. And on that day, Mars entered its retrograde shadow, the degree to which it will return to later in the year. Mars will also dance with the rest of the moon's phases in this cycle, distinctly marking it as interrelated with the coming Gemini retrograde and its Martian mercurial waltzing. Given the additional interrelating of Mercury preparing to retrograde just before Mars and their long-term trine to each other, this is a time marked by significantly increased energy to communicate, to say it all, to both seek and offer others clarity, to work out the kinks, to discern and to speak all the truths known to our consciousness, 
to work hard at the business of productive communication. All this activity is happening in mutable signs, and with the sun in mutable Virgo, we can have great flexibility, adaptability, and possibility for compromise and change. So these can be essential conversations to create strong living structures out of words between us for all that is to come. The speed and intensity of these two planets in so much of a tango can make it easy to forget to listen in the loud and fast whirl of words. I love what Anne Ortley pointed out in her podcast yesterday, that we have two ears and one mouth, and as such are meant to be listening twice as much as talking. For communication to be productive and beneficial, we must listen a lot. And in the listening, open our hearts to truly hear what another is saying. Remember to be gracious with yourself and each other here. This is so much easier said than done. It takes conscious awareness, effort, and moment-to-moment decision-making to put our thoughts aside and truly listen to others. Another planetary support in this fast-moving swirl of words and thoughts is Venus, who just moved into Virgo late on Sunday night in a trine to the moon in Capricorn. Venus in Virgo brings us a heightened sense of the value and import of these communications. Venus will be in Virgo for the next three weeks, bringing a sense of easeful effort and desire for focus to these endeavors. A note on tracking and utilizing the lunar cycles. It's important not to think of these monthly lunar cycles as a timetable for completing large projects or moving through deep dynamics. It takes nine months for a baby to gestate, several years to wean, and many years still for a child to be fully prepared to leave the guardianship of its parents. Much of what we birth and build in our lives takes a similar timetable as the rearing of children. The lunar cycles help us to take one step at a time, to ask and to listen during the dark moon, what wants to be born this month? What one step can I begin, nurture, and bring to completion that will contribute to the greater whole of what I am working towards? We move to the rhythm of the moon whether or not we are conscious of it. We can no more resist these pulls than the ocean can resist its own tides. But when we become conscious of this structure, we can move more easily with the currents rather than battling against them. And the reason we need to make conscious effort to move in harmony with the rhythms of nature is because humanity as a whole has attempted to separate from them. O moon of my dreaming, I return to you. The air here is thick with the stories of separation. We have forgotten our place in the web of life and we are sick and so lonely without you. When we look up and see you, we remember, if only for a moment. May these moments increase as your light increases now 
May we grow into fullness in the knowledge and conversation of the living world where you faithfully watch over us. Last night on my evening walk, I came upon a house I pass every night and it had burned. Much of the structure was collapsed on the lawn in piles of charred and broken wood. The grass was burned all the way to the trees lining the edge of the lawn and the street, all burned. I could smell the destroyed charred wood from a block away. There were signs everywhere about the building being condemned. It was a heavy scene. I haven't heard the story yet, but I said a prayer for the people who lived there, noting this event's place in the current cycle and remembering one of my favorite haikus by Mazuta Masahide after having watched his barn burn down. Barns burnt down. Now I can see the moon. <laughs>